Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. He said the same thing. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel. Say gospel. gospel. The gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. Then he said, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book. He's reading the book of Isaiah. So he's supposed to read exact. And says, and the day of vengeance of our God. But after saying that, that uh, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, he closed the book. Because that is not why he came. And let me show you. All the things he mentioned, he fulfilled all of them on the cross. Because all the things he said to bring good, good tidings to the poor and, and so on and so forth, all the things that he mentioned, they are all found in Apollotrosis and Aphesis. In redemption and forgiveness. All of them. And so when he died on the cross and his blood was shed for us, all of them were given. Now remember, forgiveness, we found out, is the jubilee. And during the year of jubilee, when the alarm is sounded at 9 a.m., everybody, prisoners, begin to pack their things and leave. Slaves pack up their things and leave. Everybody goes back to their properties. If you sold properties before, you go back for your thing. Are are you with me? So, Jesus on the cross satisfied all that. My Jesus did that. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Beautiful. Okay, so we are laying the foundation. So, I've told you about the water, the washing of feet. We'll explain. So, we've laid them like that. Numbers. (laughs) Number, numbers 19, quickly. <laughs> okay, now let's t- let me take you through. So here, I've ex- uh-huh. he said, here is another legal requirement commanded by the Lord. Tell the people of Israel to bring you a red heifer. So I've told you, because of sacrifice. And a cow, a female cow, which means that this offering is for you and for your benefit. But this animal, this is the quality, qualification. It must be what? Perfect. It has no spot. No default. No, no defect, actually. And has never been yoked. 
Now, what it means is that in the animal, okay, in the animal, there must not be sin. Now, Jesus was that perfect sacrifice. And I'll show you. Remember, when Jesus came on the earth, he became a man, 100% man. He died 100% man. So he had a spirit, soul, and a body. But the Bible shows us that two parts of his bodies were the one that was carrying our sin. One part was not carrying our sin. Isaiah 53.10. Let's see the first one. Let's read it. He said, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Who? Jesus. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his so here you see the soul of Christ was part of it. He had put him to grieve. When that shall make his soul an offering. So Jesus offered his soul as well. For sin, he shall see his seed. Hallelujah. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hands. Glory to Jesus. So you see, all you knew was his body that was offered. But the Bible is telling you that he offered his soul as well. Now, his soul means his feelings, his emotions. Everything that is in the, in the soul, Jesus offered it. That means the sins that were put on him affected his body. Because in 1 Peter 2.24, the Bible says that he bore our sins in his body. So in 1 Peter 2.24, you are seeing him bearing our sins in his body. Now, if you don't read scripture, you only remain at the body. You see, you will, not, you will not appreciate the death too much. But when you know his soul was part of it. Who, his own self, bear our sins in his own body. So now two parts of a man has been mentioned. Soul and, and body. Which means his spirit was not defect. There was no spot. There was no defect. But to us, we, our souls, our spirit, our bodies, blameful, <laughs> were full of defect. Remember, Adam's spirit was cut off from God. That's where the defect started from. Adam's spirit died. So Adam's spirit had become contaminated. His soul contaminated. And his body, full of death. But Jesus... Now remember, so this one gives you an idea that our sins were put on him like a garment. That is why he didn't, he, he, he didn't become the doer of the sin. He bore. He bore the sin. He bore it. He didn't do it. He was not a sinner. He bore our sin. They are different. So the Bible says, in him was no sin. He did no sin. He knew no sin. That was why he cried, a lie, a lie, a lie. My father. And that's why he cried in the garden of Gethsemane. Why? For the first time, a holy God. Who hates sin and abhors sin? Sin is now going to be put on him. Remember, sin contains offals. 
physics. That nature was put upon him. That is why our, that is what our holy God came to do for us. We were smelling. We looked so pathetic. Sickness, diseases, death, frustration, dust all over. But Jesus bore the sins of the world. He became the propitiation. He became the atonement to carry our sins upon himself. Not only into his body, but he also offered his soul for us. You don't know how you are saved. You don't know how he died for you. He did this so that Satan will not have a chance in your life. He did this so that sin will not have power over you. He did this so that principalities and powers will not have any dominion over you. That is why God transferred you from under the dominion darkness into his, the kingdom of his dear son. And that is why we reside now. Yeah. Glory to God. Glory. He did this. And when I read and understood, I just realized that Jesus himself, he was the offerer and he was the offering him at the same time. That's why he told them that, don't you know that I have the power to lay down my life? So he himself sacrificed his own body. And he himself was the offering that was offering, that was being offered. That is why when he was raised from the dead, he had to go and present himself to the father as the high priest and his blood as the sacrifice. You get it now? And he's the perfect offering. My Jesus, I don't know about you. All right, go on. Um, numbers. Parakadabada. Parakoshadaba. Koraki koshadaba. Melebedebeyadaba. Light must come for some people. And burdens ought to be lifted. Huh. Now, in verse 3, he says, Give it to Eliezer the priest, and it will be taken outside the camp. And slaughtered in his presence. Why are they not killing it in the camp? Because it was not for God. So Jesus also, he was not crucified in Jerusalem. They crucified Jesus at Gogotha, the place called Scar. He was crucified outside the city of Jerusalem. To fulfill the scripture. Because he was not the offering. Aroma to God. He was the offering. For man. I know you want scriptures. I will show you. John 19. 17 to 20. You see, look at Peter. Jesus just spoke words of grace. Because he was ignorant, fear caught him. And when fear comes to you, it is no longer grace. When fear comes, it's either you go ahead of God or you stay behind him. Didn't you see that? He said, I wash your feet. He said, if that is so, then wash my feet. 
wash my head and wash my hands. That is more than what Jesus, the master, wanted to do. The reason why we need the message of grace and the message of righteousness, just so that people can be at par with Christ. Think what he thinks, know what he knows. See what God has done. See what Christ has done. When fear comes in, it's either you are in a hurry and don't trust your work with him. And that's why I'm telling you that you need your feet to be washed. Some of us. Not if not all of us. I need my feet washed every day. And I'll share with you. Hmm. So I, I just gave you script, two scriptures to confirm that Jesus was, was crucified outside the city of Jerusalem. To confirm this scripture. Then said he to the disciples, Behold thy mother. And he, bearing his cross, went forth into a place called what? The place of a scar. That's Gogotha. Which is called in the Hebrew, Gogotha. Now, this is the same place that Abraham sacrificed, was about to sacrifice Isaac. In, the old, in that time, they called that place what? Murai. Murai. Okay? All right. Go on. I went to the beach sometime and I saw people there. In the evening, around six, women, they are lined up like this. So they're waiting for darkness so that they can take off their, themselves. So they started with rolling on the floor. They were just rolling on the floor. And they had to beat the devil out. So there was a cane that was being lashed. And I, I was standing, I was watching. My father said it, but I never knew. I said, wow. You know, in the, at night, people do bonfire. So that's why they also came. They had issues. They are, un, they are ceremonially unclean. And water at home cannot clean. But they've been eating salt throughout since childhood. And salt has never been able to help. So now they must enter into the salt plant proper. So the salt can cleanse them. You see? Don't laugh. Thank God you know some truth today. Because it's situations that make people get into those kind of places. When I came to know the truth, I was, I was, I was rebuking some people. My father said, hmm, don't do that. He said, be thanking God every day that you know the truth. Because he said, if they knew, they would also not be there. Yeah. That's why we must preach. I'll give you a hint. That's why you are ceremonially clean. So what do you do? You sprinkle the water with what? The ash of the heifer. Onto what? Those who are ceremonially unclean. If you understand this, you will not sit at home when it's time for evangelism. Because imagine the one who is ceremonially clean decides not to sprinkle on you. Do you know? You will be cut off because after some time, if you are not ceremonially clean, you will be cut off. Out of the, out of the city. That's what happened to Jesus. He was cut off from the city of Jerusalem because he was ceremonially unclean. He became ceremonially unclean and he was cut off from Jerusalem so that you and I can be ceremonially clean. That's what we call grace. He said, why they crucified him and two other with him 
on either side one and Jesus in the midst. Mm -hmm. And Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross. Somebody said, we are reading, we are not saying it, you see. And the writing was, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Look at how Satan entered the Pharisees for them to say. This title then read many of, many of the Jews. For the place where Jesus was crucified was nigh to the city. So this is how you got to know. So it was not in the city. It was near to the city. So that those in Jerusalem can read because they can read Hebrew. That's what it means. And Greek and Latin. So he was not, he was not, he was not crucified in the camp. Jesus was, was offered outside the camp. But they gave an inscription so that those who are in the city can, can read and know that this is the one we are talking about. Look, look at the next one. Look, then said the chief priest of the Jews of, of, of the Jews to Pilate, write not the king of the Jews, but that he said, I am the king of the Jews. He didn't know that was prophecy because it has been said that Jesus will sit on the throne of his father, David. So Jesus was an heir to the throne of David. So Jesus, the king of the Jews, was not a mistake. It was not even the decision that they decided. It was a fulfillment of prophecy. When prophecy had to, has to be off, uh, you know, fulfilled, even God, even if it's the devil that must fulfill it, he must fulfill. He must be fulfilled. I'm telling you. <laughs> if you're supposed to be in the U.S. by a particular time, God said it, and Satan visits your room on that day, his job is to make sure he carries you there. <laughs> oh, you are not here at all. Because God said it. Yes, and it's going to be carried out. Yes, sir. Should I repeat it? Yes, sir. If God said by 14th of next month, you ought to be in Canada. And on that day, Satan came to your room. He lost his way. And he found himself in your room. He must carry you and take you there. On that day, 14th. Because God said it. I'm trying to stir somebody's faith. That if it's God's word, it will happen. Yes. They wrote it and they thought it was a mistake. So they said, no, no, don't write it. I asked, we didn't, he said, we didn't make him king. He said he was king. Did he ever say he was king? No. It was prophecy written concerning him. If you relent it. Yes. S-O-W. <laughs> okay, another scripture. Hebrews 13. 12 to 17. Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Hmm? Go on. Let us go forth, therefore, unto him without the camp. Do NLT so that he can get here. So let us go out to him. Where? Outside the camp. And bear the disgrace he bore. So where was Jesus? Outside the camp. How different is this from the heifer? How is this different from your sin offering? Both the sin offering and the heifer were sacrificed outside the camp because it was for the people. It was not unto God. Go on. 
For this world is not our permanent home. We are looking forward to a home yet to come. Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice praise of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. I love this. And don't forget to do good, to share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls and they are accountable to God. Oh God, why? Man of God, why? They are free. Say, and they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. That would certainly not be for your benefit. Even God understands that this job is not easy. Help us to do this thing with joy. Wherever you are listening and watching, help us to do this thing with joy. Otherwise, he said, it won't be to your benefit. That means there is a benefit. And I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking for all men of God. If you know how men of God, some of them have issues, they cry in their rooms. And we come and stand, because in Bible school, we are, they are taught to present themselves as though nothing is happening. Because the church members are not making it easy. Do you remember Baba Devon said, he said, make it easy for your pastor. Make it easy for your pastor. Come, you won't come. Do this, you won't do. We are going and you won't go. You are become, make it easy for us. Otherwise, he said, it won't be for your benefit. You see, God is not mocked. Sometimes, it is not all about you doing something drastic or something. Just not responding to your leaders. Do you know what he said? He said, we take care of your what? Your souls. So do you know what we can do to the Lord? We can just take our hands off you. And you are not, we, won't take, we won't be accountable for you. That's all. That's what Paul did. When he was preaching to the Israelites and they were not listening, he said, bring me water. I don't have time to explain the water. And what did he do? He washed off his hands. And he said, your blood will not be asked of. What it, what it means? It means that your blood, as I'm standing here like this, your blood will be requested for me. That's what it means. And that's why I cannot teach you anything. Because if I poison you, your blood will be requested for me. I am not Jesus. How can I pay? So this job is not an easy one. Today I saw people, a lot of lawyers are being called to the bar and people are excited. How many times do you put your pastor on your status and say, thank you, sir? How many times do you do that? But everybody's putting the lawyers. Meanwhile, we have been called with a higher calling. Yes. Did you see my status today? I put it there. I said they are called to the bar, but we have been called to heavenly bar. Yes. <laughs> now, what I'm doing is, is legalities. I'm teaching you words that you can use against the devil because the devil is legalistic. The lawyer cannot tell you. He said, this is God saying that 
that will certainly not be for your benefit. It will not be for your benefit. If you go, go and do Greek and Hebrew, you will find out that God is trying to say something. It will not be for your benefit. What does it mean? There is something that God can give your man of God or your pastors for your benefit. When we, when we minister in sorrow, do you think it's to your benefit? If God can really do something about it, why didn't he say that you can just bring any offering? But he said it must come from a cheerful heart. The coming must be out of a cheerful heart. Not a sorrowful or a cringing one. Sometimes, sometimes we can be so sad and, you know, you just have to pray and you have to pull yourself together. Pull yourself together. Because when you come and you are ministering to the people, you might either be ministering something else that is not to their benefit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you will understand that the water thing I'm talking about is important. What comes from here? Sometimes the words we speak here, we help Satan deal with you. I'll show you. Don't joke with God's word. And I'm not saying that because I'm a pastor. I'm speaking for all pastors. I'm speaking for all. One day you'll be a pastor. And your people are supposed to be making easy for you. Make it easy for you. He said, give them reason to do this. Give them reason. That means our joy is with you. Don't treat us like you treat lawyers. We are not, we are not on the same yeah. level. Yes, sir. Don't treat us like president. We are not on the same level. We don't kneel down before president. They do. Don't, don't, we are not like doctors. No, sir. We are not. Get out and it's gone. He has to do several tests on you to actually find out what is wrong with you. And yet, yet you want to uphold them more than you uphold us. So if the, press, if the doctor says be there at 4, you are there at 3.29. When we say come at 9, you are there at 11. And when we talk about it, you are angry. Oh God. Am I, am I speaking outside? Yeah. But you see, what can we do? The Bible just told you that and Satan prompted Judas. Where? Right in front of Jesus. So there are some people you cannot do anything. I think sometimes we do too much, man of God. Sometimes we just do too, we just overdo. There are some people that are marked for Satan to devour. Your ears are too hard. That's why in everything God gives leaders. He said, your leader says, hey, we are going here, you follow. If God, if God wanted to make you a leader, he would have made you a leader. And ask your leader to follow. Let me show you God's strategy. When he was sending to Israel to go and take his people, he saw that Aaron, you know Aaron was older than Moses? Aaron was there, but he chose Moses. And he says, Moses, I will make you God. And I will make your senior brother prophet. It should have been the other way around. Because normally, the elder is supposed to carry the, the weight. But in the eyes of God, he doesn't work like that. Did you hear Aaron complain? No, sir. Aaron didn't know he was coming to become the high priest. 
It all came from the following. That is why when Moses' sister, Miriam, and Aaron spoke against Moses concerning his marriage, God struck Miriam and didn't touch Aaron. Learn to work with God. You are not too much. Follow instructions. God has given you pastors. Tomorrow it might, it might not be me. I might be traveling. It might be resident pastor. It might be you, a pastor over people. Over, over, you, a youth pastor. You, the service unit pastor. See the thing that I'm doing? I'm ministering the spirit. I have to put the words on the spirit. Otherwise, I cannot communicate. I can see the thing. I cannot explain. Meanwhile, another person will see the thing and explain it. You are getting there. We'll change things. Yes, sir. Listen to your spiritual leaders. Yes, sir. Okay? Yes, sir. So have you seen Jesus was crucified outside the city? Yes, sir. So I'm your leader. So if I'm saying I'm taking you up to 12 o'clock, you listen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When the spirit is released, all you do is swim in it, in everything. You sing in it. You play in it. You preach in it, you clap in it, you give off it, you do. If the spirit is not released, you do everything by the flesh. With the intention of releasing. you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJDU and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting print and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people People are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to lead from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.